What's up guys, truckdriver101.com. Let's talk about trucking abandonments and the the transportation bill that is being put together by Trump's team. So Transpro chair out. And what I mean by that, what will this mean for Trump's transportation bill? So Representative Bill Schuster, Schuster, as in Schuster boy, announces Tuesday that he will not be seeking re-election in his statement. The chair of the House of Transportation and Infrastructure Committee claimed that he made a decision in order to focus 100% on a much-needed infrastructure bill and rebuild America. <laughs> rebuild America. Uh, regardless of whether Schuster is planning to stay in Congress or not, this would be his last year in the chairman of the Transportation Committee. This was his last term of the three-year term limit imposed by the House GOP for all chairman of the congressional, congressional subcommittees. Bill Schuster represented... Oh, that's interesting. So there is a limit to how long a subcommittee person, a congressional subcommittee chair, can be in office. That's nice to know. Bill Schuster represents Pennsylvania's 9th Congressional District since he took over for his father. Wow, nice to get you out of there, Schuster. Just happy you're going, buddy. I'm so glad. When I saw you was there since your daddy, I'm glad you're going because we need to stop that. That's what we need a term limit against. No more genetic leadership. We don't have kings and queens in the U.S. God damn it. Anyway... All right, calm down. I'm not going to get all conservative, liberally up in this mother piece. <laughs> not going to get all self-righteous. Talk about the corruption in America. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. I want to do it. Damn, how you going to take over from your father who held the office since 73? That don't even make sense. What is wrong with us? Voting for this guy because he got the same last name. What the hell wrong with you? Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know why our government is so corrupt. Kick you assholes in the cunts and dicks, you goddamn idiots. Voted for somebody who generational leadership. You got no goddamn kings and queens in this country. Anyway, in, the, in this last year, Schuster will represent the ninth District Bill Schuster says he will be focused on President Trump's much-touted infrastructure plan. Right. But with midterm elections looming in November, one year doesn't seem like much time, especially given how little is known about the promise of a $1 trillion infrastructure plan. With the focus on health care and tax reform, not much has come up about the infrastructure recently. In the past, there's been bipartisan agreement that something needs to be done about the country's aging infrastructure, but no one knows where the money's going to come from, people! We just had a tax cut! <laughs> oh, boy. This is... I always love... I ain't gonna get too much into politics, but I always love how... 
politicians, people who get into the liberals and conservatives. I am a liberal. I am a conservative. You're a liberal. You're a conservative, right? Those people who believe in that shit. I don't believe in liberals and conservatives. I think there's rich motherfuckers and there's generationally rich motherfuckers like this motherfucker. <laughs> okay? He is, what, second generation Congress member. Like he inherited a crown. And these are the people who call themselves capitalists. I'm not even going into that. Y'all love sitting around talking about democracy. Don't get me wrong. I know the Democrats do it, but they talk about socialism. Y'all are supposed to be the freedom people, right? Yeah, you got these generational assholes. Uh-huh. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, the country does need an infrastructure bill. I think this bill is extremely important if you are in flatbed to pay attention to. Because if you're in flatbed, this is going to be when your check goes up, 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 up. Okay? And it's very important that you pay attention to this. Also as truckers, period. Because we would like the bridges to not kill us. So... This is definitely something to pay attention to. It's why I'm talking about it, because we see the aging infrastructure all the fucking time and how these assholes can sit around and talk about it like, oh, it's just something going wrong. Like I have driven my truck up under bridges that the concrete is literally falling off. I can see the rebar that is supporting a bridge and is cracked all up and I'm scared passing it. Okay. <laughs> So I think it should be at the forefront because, you know, infrastructure is supposed to be the government's job. <laughs> Sorry, I know I shouldn't scream. It's supposed to be your job. So little Prince Schuster, please come together and save the country. You fucking generational hypocritical cunt. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Schuster. I know you're a real person. Right. It's just kind of a little weird, you know, when you, you know, GOP claims that they are not those types of people. They don't believe in generation things. They are com they are not communists like the liberals. They are, they are capitalists, free markets, except when it comes to running for government, let your son do it. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I know, don't get so political, I know. I know, but you know, that's some real bad stuff there, Republicans, right? I know what happens with the Democrats. Democrats are pieces of shit. That's what, you know, then they don't claim to be that, but you claim to be the Freedom Party, goddammit. Well, let's stop electing assholes, okay? So anyway, <laughs> you know, good Democrats, y'all, you know, Democrats and Republicans are kind of funny to me because everybody's talking about Oprah now should run the government because we don't have enough rich assholes in our Congress, you know. That's going to go even better. Oprah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> She's nothing like Donald Trump at all. <laughs> Whole new basket case of liberalness. Oh, boy. Okay. So let's get down to what also we're going to talk about. So I hope this bill goes through because we do, all of us truckers see the aging infrastructure and we need an infrastructure bill. And I hope it goes through. Now we're going to move on. I just wanted you to be aware of that because as we talked about in the last podcast that I did today, I want everyone to be aware of political things. And I'm going to talk about the infrastructure bill as it comes to fruition, as it does, because we need to be aware of this. Flatbedders, truckers are in period because the bridges, when they fall, they're going to fall on us. <laughs> okay. All right. They're going to fall on us. So when they don't do their job and we give them that blackmail money at the end of the year, the IRS comes to get you. Yeah, that's your family that's going to die in that crash or you, okay? 
All that money you gave them and they can't figure out how to come up with a trillion dollars. Country gets trillions and trillions of dollars. They can't figure it out. They just don't know where to get it from. Yeah. How about from their retirement? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Let's talk about Woody. So Woody the truck driver is, uh, you can go on YouTube and search for Woody the truck driver. He put up a video that I thought was interesting, which was his truck was abandoned. Uh, it's a great video, and he's just talking about dealing with abandoned trucks. And the thing about abandoned trucks, I was speaking with somebody, he's like, how do you avoid something like that? So I, I'm throwing my two cents in. This is not for Woody. Woody's an experienced driver. I'm not telling him what to do, but I am just speaking it as a discussion. And you can put down your comments what you would do if you were a fleet owner, right? Because we all think about this. So we're going to play an imaginary game. I'm Ken, the fleet owner, <laughs> okay? And if I owned a fleet, the first thing I would not do is compete against large companies. Why would I not compete against large companies? Large companies... I saw a company last week that literally is paying 60 cents a mile. An individual owner operator is probably not going to be able to do that. Plus, you have to deal with the added pressure of the turnover rate of over the road. It would be so much better to do a job where you are working with um, local, right, or regional. Because one, if my truck, if my driver abandons the truck, it will be either three states close to my house or my operating state, right? Let's say I live in Texas, I'm gonna go three states around. That's very close. Or if I'm local, it's still going to be extremely close and easier for me to get. I could literally, if, my, if I have a wife and she has a CDL, I could be like, baby, go get the truck. This food and abandon it, right? And she can go get the truck. Or friend, you know, truck and friend. Hey man, uh, my truck been abandoned. Could you go over there and get it for me? Bam. And the closer you are to your home base, the more power you're going to have. So that's where I would build my business in my home base. I would not have it be over the road. I don't want to compete against mega carriers because they have more money than I do. And they can throw around 60 cent a mile, 40 cent a mile, right? 55 cent a mile. Like I said, I saw two companies recently advertising 60 cents a mile, right? Small, small carriers ain't going to be able to compete with that. We're 40 cents from a dollar. That's fucking crazy, bro. So at the same time, it, it, uh, it limits the, the distance you're going to have to go to recover your truck. I mean, now you're looking at just getting some home time and recovering your truck versus flying all the way over to, you know, Timbuktu to get your truck or wherever, you know? And so I think it just staying close to your base is what gives you more power. And especially when you talk about pay, because if I could find out, let's say they're paying $20 an hour on average. If I'm paying $20 an hour on average to my drivers, and that's either, you know, uh, at the normal everybody else paying who's also local price. That means my turnover rate is going to be significantly low, right? Or if let's say it's a little bit above, let's say I go $18 an hour or $16 an hour, right? I can still probably keep a driver more likely than I am if I'm paying 50 cents and another company is paying 60. Because if they're paying 60 now, in two or three years, they're going to be paying 70, you know what I'm saying? So you're you're literally stuck. You know, you're, you're just going to be throwing out dough to a driver who can still flake on you. And you got to make sure your rates match that 70 cents a mile that these mega carriers can just keep throwing at their drivers. Right. So I wouldn't I wouldn't compete with that. That's my point of view, my opinion, that in no way is meant to be shot at Woody or anybody out there. Just me brainstorming, shooting the shit. 
If you like to talk about it, like to hear it down at the bottom, how would you, if you were a fleet owner, avoid a situation where you had an abandoned truck? All right, guys, truckdriver101.com, Big Ken. Sorry about the microphone, but the microphone, my big mic went out. So uh, until I get another big mic, this is what we have to deal with. I'm sorry. <laughs> truckdriver101.com.